0: Hi everyone, how are you? I hope everyone is well. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of our podcast, Wait Let Me Call My Sister. I'm having so much fun recording these podcasts honestly and the feedback that we get, it just warms my heart so much. We are going down a new route in 2022. I say that as if it's January, like as anyone blinked and it's almost April? Like I can't believe it's April uh, this week. Yeah. But yeah, so our new direction on our podcast and also our Instagram, social media, our business as a whole, to be honest, for 2022 is for you to get to know us better. I'm loving the questions that everyone's sending in. I'm loving the feedback from Alex's episode and Anushka's episode. And today is all about getting to know me. I am gonna do another episode where I will be you know, interviewed by one of my sisters, so feel free to send questions in. But like I said on our very first podcast episode, Trying to record a podcast with my sisters and all be in the same place, or even just two of us proves difficult, so without trying to delay, and you know there's been questions already sent in and um feedback of you know wanting to get to know me more, which I suppose I mean, I believe it divine timing, but I suppose we should have done this first, we should have introduced ourselves who we are. And then obviously talked about the topics that matter to us the most, but there's no shoulds, there's no woods. everything's gone divine, everything's played out the way it's supposed to and the timing is right now for me to share my story. Now our podcast episodes are only, you know, 25, 30 minutes long. So trying to cram my whole life, everything I've been through into one episode I mean, let's see how it goes. We might have to split it over 10 episodes, but feel free to send in your feedback, your reviews. I love when you send us messages on Instagram, whether it's to my private account, which is B underscore skeet, or our sister account, which is my social sister underscore. You know, I love hearing what it is that you would like us to talk about on the podcast. So, I'm B. I am the second youngest of the social sisters. So, there's four of us. Alex, who's the youngest, me, Anushka, and Mel. Obviously, Alex has done her um, Getting to Know You episodes and Anushka. So today is all about, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about myself. So where do I actually start? <laughs> none of our podcasts are rehearsed. None of our podcasts are planned. Everything's just going to come up and just be divine as it's supposed to. So I will be 32 this year honestly, since COVID though, I still feel like I'm like 29 waiting for my 30th birthday, honestly, but age is just a number. My 30s have actually been the best years of my life. And I work my social sister full-time. I'm also a full-time self-empowerment coach for for women. I have my own business called Be Coached as well. And yeah, I offer one-on-one coaching, group coaching, My passion and purpose in life is to be of service to others, and specifically women. I was always driven by success, driven by um, my career. I've always worked, you know, since I was young, sometimes two, three jobs. I've moved to different cities, different countries for jobs, and it was very much a career-driven life, what I thought was my happiness, my passion, my purpose. And to this day, I would still say it's very important to me. But for anyone who knows me, anyone who follows me on social media, you'll see that filling my own cup, nourishing my body, and practicing self care, self love is the main focus of my life now. So it's obviously been a long journey to get to this point 32 years. And I would say my biggest or my, my, yeah, my, When I had my spiritual awakening, it was some years ago after I'd been through some traumatic experiences, which I will go into in detail and share more on my, um, you know, on other podcast episodes to come. But yeah, um, I've always been into personal development. I've always been into spirituality, but more on a personal level. You know, I've practiced rituals, read the secret, very mainstream, generic, well, this is what looks like it works for other people. So I will try it too. And I would say I've always had a sense of inner knowing. I've always knew everything was going to be okay. Everything was fine. Like I wasn't too late or I wasn't, you know, too ahead. I was right where I was supposed to be and to live in the present. And I was very much a goal-driven person. I would say I exercised potentially my masculine energy a lot more than my feminine, so I didn't really nurture myself, I didn't know myself, I didn't know what I found for fun and take away the work, take away my career when it had come to, you know, getting home at night or a weekend, I didn't know what I found for fun, I didn't know what to do with my own thoughts, I didn't know what to do with time, just that, you know, so I would fill it with either doing more work, starting a new business, Uh, watching TV you know like these things which I guess because they're so accepted by society or like it's great to be super busy it's great to be always doing something but then I would almost have that white space and I found that it would be when I was on a train actually so I have always traveled quite a lot whether it's even just to London or you know flights and I always find that when I'm traveling that's when I have the biggest breakthroughs anyone else so when I'm on a you know a two-hour train journey to London and I don't care who like if anyone says that the the wi-fi on the train works for them like it's never worked for me and I don't know if that's just like the universe being like sit with your own thoughts you know really journal this is your time so whenever I'm traveling I always see that as like that's total like me in the present moment and I travel quite a lot. So for anyone, you know, who isn't resonating with this, think of it like something that you do often where you are just present with yourself in your own thoughts and how you can maybe turn off the TV or turn off the music or turn off the podcast, put the book down and actually just sit with your thoughts, maybe journal, maybe say things out loud, record yourself. You know, honestly, recording podcasts has been so healing for me too. It's almost like a form of journaling, you know, journaling is to empty the mind, empty, get your, I mean, I say empty the mind, but I would say it's more make room for other thoughts to come into your mind. Your mind's never gonna be empty. Is there anything in your mind anyway? But that's a whole different, you know, now I'm going down a rabbit hole. But yeah, so being on train journeys, and flights is when I've had like the biggest breakthroughs of like, what am I doing? Like, what's my next move? Really sitting with the thoughts, almost meditating. Um, but to, at that point, I didn't, I wasn't aware that I was meditating. I would say. So yeah, I um, I've always been into personal development, but really, I started to figure out that like this didn't feel good the way I was living my life in my career and what I was doing for fun you know I was very conditioned to think I had to go out on a Saturday night and then I would really get super anxious on a Sunday and then I would I would um do the same like the next because it was just like I I was just Mm. properly stuck in that that's what life was and that's all that there was to life and you know you go on holiday and then you come back and you feel super like damn like now my life feels like a holiday every day and as cheesy as that sounds like you don't have to be doing anything that you don't want to do now obviously you can put a plan in place you can have a coach to have that support and guidance but even in terms of like the food I was eating like where I was living, like everything was like so external. Like I will eat this because it's provided, you know, like lunches in work or I will live in this city because it's closer to my work. Like everything was like a decision that just wasn't my own. It was based on like how successful and how like what I just needed to do, almost like a badge of like, yeah, I have to live in this city because I go to work in this city you know it was just a very external life like I was living from the outside rather than the inside out so where how much exactly shall I share on this podcast I mean we can go deep or we can we can edge we can step, step a toe in let's just go deep let's just go deep I really did intend to go deeper on a podcast where I was being interviewed by my sister, but there's just no time like the present, like getting to know me and getting to know myself and who I am today has been the greatest gift, the greatest journey. Like honestly, there's no end destination. I'm so, the journey of getting to know who you are, what you like and what you don't. So I started asking myself big, big questions, you know, you ask big questions, you get big answers. And I was like, who am I? Like, what do I stand for? I did a post on my Instagram actually yesterday about this. And I showed a picture of me maybe five years ago. You know, I've got super blonde, bleach, bleach blonde hair, eyelash extensions, nail extensions. I think I've got a drink in one hand, a shot in the other, I'm in a club, you know? And there was, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And this is not me saying there was anything wrong in what I was doing. I love that girl. I love like everything that she was standing for and trying to, you know, be happy. But I just know that that just wasn't me. Wasn't me deep down to my core. Like I was wearing so many masks you know, the masks of like the cool girl, the masks of like wanting to be, look a certain way, like wanting to act a certain way, come across a certain way, rather than just being like myself. And life daily back in those days was hard. It was hard for me because I wasn't living as me. Like how hard is it to live as somebody else? But when you're so deep in it, and you're surrounded by other people who are complaining you just think like well this just must be normal and that was very much what I was like living in and don't get me wrong I love my friends so much I like can't wait most of my friends do live abroad from days when I've lived in Dubai and other cities I do have close friends here on the world too but I can't wait to, you know, go and visit my friends. It's not, I've not embarked on this journey and I would say lost people in my life. It's almost been, I'm the one who's changed. I'm the one who's changed my habits, what I do, what makes me happy, how I live my days. And honestly, like I've never ever been happier and more content and settled than I am now. I'm living as me my true, authentic, unapologetic self. I'm doing what I love. I'm around women, empowering women, like being of service, following my true passion and purpose. Like every day honestly feels like a holiday. I'm not even joking. And this might sound super like cheesy, but I actually love my life and I am proud to say that because I've designed it, I've created it And I'm now living for me. Every day I do things that light me up. And the thing is, like, this is accessible to anyone who wants it. The things that I teach, the women I coach, you know, whether it's one-on-one coaching, group coaching, or at our events and circles, like, it's accessible to anybody who wants it. I love, like, how accessible... The digital, you know, like being able to go on Zoom and coach women that are in completely different countries. Like it's just, it lights me up. But how did I obviously get to this point? Now it's been a lot of shadow work. It's been a lot of coaching programs. It's been a lot of healing, a lot of, you know, the inner work. And I think the word trauma is misused sometimes sometimes. I was very much in a place maybe two years ago where I thought I didn't have trauma. I was very much like, no, I just have body conscious issues. You know, I really want to be more confident in my body because I was confident in every other aspect of my life, really. But when it came to relationships and when it came to my body, I was not confident at all. And I've got so many avenues and subjects to you know I want uh, that's the wrong word subjects but so many avenues to go down of how I got to that point of not feeling confident and yeah I I just hand on heart believed I didn't have trauma I was like no I you know I think it's just because I've fluctuated in my weight and I was very much living a lie lying to myself almost you know I I've experienced violations i've experienced trauma i've experienced things which i i wouldn't wish on anyone like i really wouldn't i will definitely go into more detail i don't know how i'm oh i'm actually having resistance sharing right so when i was 25 when i lived in dubai i my drink was spiked um not in a club it was actually in a where I thought I was in a safe space Um, and yeah I was I guess the term is date raped I was raped I was violated I was 25 almost 26 I'd only lived in Dubai for a couple of months and it was really traumatic as you can imagine But I guess the fact that I lived in Dubai, I'd only just got there and I didn't want to leave. I'd, you know, moved countries. I had a new job. I'd actually just had a semi-well, almost another traumatic experience living in London six months prior. So I was very much like, no, this is like where I'm living now. And in Dubai, you know, way back then, that's, it's almost six years ago. No, almost seven years ago, it was a lot more strict. So it's not like I could go to the police. It's not like I could uh, tell anybody because at that time, you know, you're not supposed to be in a man's company who's not your husband. You know, you're not supposed to be in these situations. So I hid, you know, I, I hid it from anybody that I knew in Dubai. But then I also hid it from everyone I knew back home too because in fear that if I told my family, as we was such a close-knit family, I, you know, I would obviously get told, you've got to come home, come home, you know. And I was just like, I wasn't prepared to do that because I'd started a new job. You know, I was really wanting to build a life for myself. I'd been to uni in Manchester for four years. I'd lived in Lanzarote for a year as part of my uni course. I then moved to, you know, London after I graduated, in hopes of like settling down there. And I even went to LA actually for three months in hopes and settling down there. When I say settling down, I don't mean like in a relationship. I mean like career and like getting a home, building a home. So when I moved to Dubai, I was like, well, I've tried London. I've tried, you know, Spanish Islands. I've tried Manchester. I've tried LA even though LA was only three months, but do you know what I mean? I was very much like, no, Dubai's got to work. And then, yeah, that happened. So I didn't tell anyone and I held that as a secret, you know, to myself till last year. So for five years, I didn't tell anyone and It's been something which I wasn't sure if I wanted to share on our, you know, our platform. It's definitely something which I am still healing, but I've definitely gone through it. I've came out the other side. I have the tools in place in order to see how, like, that is my reason, that is my fire, why I wanna help, you know, like my passion, my purpose. Um, We can go through the you can have a traumatic experience, but it doesn't have to um, be our reason to stop and to quit. I have so many other things (laughs) which I do wanna share, but I think what I wanted to talk most on my podcast of getting to know me is I was that girl who really thought my life was great I thought that, I honestly thought that I was just living life as good as it could get. And if anyone is resonating with this and feeling, you know, if you've been through some traumatic experiences and, you know, I've had other ones with surgery, other ones with partners, um other experience with you know in in work life other experiences you know just honestly I really thought that all of these was part of life and I just shut anything that had kind of happened to me in a box in my brain as such and just locked it away but then I really started to ask myself these questions of like okay so why do I feel like this and I just knew exactly I could see it because I did so much research and development that how other people were living their life how other people were showing up and following their true passion and purpose and how I wanted that for myself too and don't get me wrong I I'm not thankful for the experience by all means but now I'm at peace with it I very much can see how every experience that we've all been through gets us to the point where we are today. And had that not have happened, then maybe I wouldn't be following my true passion and purpose of empowering women, supporting women, coaching women on the power of sisterhood and the power of self-love. Had that not happened. And there's so much to even talk about even before that you know, the leading up to that point, how maybe energetically I even, I don't want to say magnetized it, but I do, and I am a true form believer of, you know, our energy and how we show up is, is what, like, where, what we're living in, if that makes sense. So, like, how we're, how I was obviously showing up back then based on other things that had happened to me you know I just think and without sounding like you know victim but I suppose that's the only way to say it you know things that happen to us things that we go through but then it's about growing through them and I would say when I first spoke about this it was when I was on my pleasure mastery course which I've spoke about you know so highly and so often and I'm still in a container with Amy and Ellie and all the women on my cohort and program and yeah that's when it really started to come up for me like that's why my self-worth was so low that's why I was almost like accepting certain things in my life and that's why I was having like my career and my job as like my identity because it was almost like I was avoiding sitting with my thoughts it was almost like I was avoiding working on myself for me rather than working on myself for external sources or or success in my career because all this was going to come up so I'm so like proud of myself and I'm so happy and I'm so glad that I followed the niggle and really was like in that inquiry mode of who am I like this doesn't feel good like life daily doesn't feel like how I know it can be because don't get me wrong I'd felt that years before so following the niggle you know if you're listening to this and um I also want to touch on the fact that like there's macro trauma and there's micro trauma macro trauma is you know rape Men go into war, women go into war, fighting for our country, abuse, violence. Like these are macro, like traumatic experiences as humans that we go through. But then there's also micro trauma too. Micro trauma can be anything from, and something that really came up for me when I was doing my inner child work and my shadow work was I'd been carrying a lot of shame from when I was seven years old when i was or maybe i was 6 sorry so 6 or 7 i was in year 2 and i was mary in the nativity play i've told this to a lot of the women in our sisterhood and i was mary in the nativity play i was also um i'd recently moved from liverpool to the wirral and i think i was i think i was the only black or you know mixed race not even just girl like person in the school So I had that like kind of, trauma. I wouldn't say I've experienced racism that young when I was in year two, but definitely when I got like into the juniors and like the um, year five, six and seven, you know, when I went into high school, that's when I experienced racism, but that's trauma too. Even if it's just somebody calling you a name under their breath, you know, not, but shouting Somebody shouting at you is trauma, but let me get back to the experience when I was in year two. So, when I was in year two, I was newly to the area, newly to the school, and I was picked to be Mary in the Nativity, and I fell on the stage like I slipped on like the scarf that was on my head, you know, part of the um, costume, I guess, and I, I was, I was just so embarrassed. I think as well, the fact that like my mum and dad were so proud and there, and maybe even, I think my my older sisters and brother, and they added on video and it was just like, so it wasn't, like I actually watched it back, I think, I don't even know how many times, throughout the years too, not even just when I was like in year two, like I've seen that multiple times. I don't know where it is now, but, and um, you know, it was a bit of like a a, a joke, you know, having siblings, you can imagine how funny it was to them. (laughs) But to me, it was not. And um, yeah, I've carried a lot of like shame and like guilt of like letting people down, Um, whether it was me family or maybe me teacher, you know, that had like taught me like what I was supposed to say and do when I got up on stage. Then I had that shame of like in front of my siblings, in front of my classmates. And I've, like, I carried that, like, guilt and shame, like, for years, but I didn't know it until I did the inner work, until I got to know who I am, like, why I was being triggered by things, and with the help of a coach, you know, coaching, whether it's group or one-on-one, like, now, I think for the rest of my life, I'm always going to be in a group coaching program and have a one-on-one coach. Um you know, and I will do a whole podcast on like coaching and my experience and why it's changed my life and why I would recommend it to everyone, whether you hire me as a coach or, you know, I can point you in the direction of somebody that is an expander for you. Like it's an important, it's important that your coach is someone that's maybe been where you are. You, you can see yourself in them and vice versa. And, um, yeah, they can help you get through because they are obviously at the other side with the tools and the knowledge in place in order to do so. So yeah, I was doing some inner child work maybe two years ago. And yeah, that's when it really came up for me, like my biggest like sensation in my body and how my biggest, I guess, trauma response was always like being ashamed and embarrassed. And it was from that time like I was you know in a theta state I was meditating and I was being asked questions by a practitioner and she said you know when did you first feel this sense of shame and I just I just started talking like it was almost like my body my like was talking for me my brain my soul was talking for me like I didn't even I knew about this because it's kind of like a bit of a joke in my family and like you know oh yeah remember when you was Mary nativity but like I didn't know that this was such a traumatic experience to me and I was holding that guilt and shame like till I was you know 29 nearly 30 years old so what's that 23 years later and then it's almost like once you're conscious and aware of it it's not that it goes away you just you just have the awareness of, okay, so this occurrence that's happening now in this present moment, I don't, you know, I might feel embarrassed and shameful, but I can understand that, you know, these are feelings that I felt from when I was young. And then you have the tools in place in order to not let it ruin your day or not let it ruin, you know, something that you might be going through at that time. Um, But yeah, I, that can be trauma. That's like a micro trauma, you know, someone being shouted at, falling on stage, you know, these things, which like we think we just get over it at the time, but we don't. Until we really lean into it, I like, okay, so... Who or why did I feel shameful? Like, why could that have been? And just being in that inquiry mode, and that's why having a coach in order to ask you those big questions and prod you in order to open up and talk and how something's made you feel and why. Oh, it's powerful, powerful stuff. But yeah, so from the from the point of I would say being Mary in my nativity to when the date really happened. 20 years later in between that I'd also had you know a lot of micro traumas too as does everyone and this is not a podcast where I'm like oh whoa me, you know it's a it's a podcast of we can go through these things and really come out the other side anything you want to achieve we everything can be our reason why, rather than our, you know, our reason why to do it, rather than our reason why we shouldn't, or why we don't want to, or why we don't feel confident to, or why not. And that's my passion and purpose, to help, you know, ambitious women, women that want more from life whether you feel stuck in your job whether you feel stuck with how to start your business whether you feel stuck in how to heal traumatic experiences with with relationships like honestly between myself and my three sisters i think we've pretty much been through everything a woman can go through we're aged from 25 alex is 25 right to 45 mel is 45 yeah we've been through rape, other violations, shame, loss of babies, you know, miscarriages, births, marriage, divorce, redundancies, domestic violence. And, you know, lockdown, the first lockdown when I was super isolated in Manchester Alex was really isolated in Kent, down south. You know, working for jobs that were our dream, but feeling really alone. And then Anushka was going through divorce. Melanie got made redundant. And that's how my social sister was really birthed. You know, we all came back to the world, came back together. It was lockdown. And we we were each other's support systems. We were each other's sisters. And we realized that when we realized that we really have something special, you know, a sisterhood, and we wanted to open that up to other women and not just with the things that we were going through at that present time of, you know, feeling isolated in another another city or feeling stuck in your job going through a divorce, being made redundant, those were, th- those were the things we were going through at that present time but we've got our whole life experiences, our whole, you know, everything that we've been through in order to share too and I just want to know, I just want you all to know like anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you haven't listened to the podcast episode before which is the power of sisterhood, please do you know, please do listen to the power of sisterhood and why we are here. What, what we are building here is to be of service to you, be a support system in order for you. Yes, you, you're listening to this. There's no coincidence that you're listening to this podcast. We're here to support you. I had all the intentions of today recording a podcast. I think I actually tried even three or four times and it just wasn't flowing. I was recording a podcast on like getting to know yourself and I just thought, you know what? Like as much as that is the journey, I've got a level of service and responsibility to share my message with our sisterhood that things on social media, how people's lives look like. My life on social media when I was, you know, living in Dubai and started my fashion business and living in different cities and looked super super successful, you know, obviously there was great days but like if you haven't done the inner work, those great days don't feel as good and it's about doing the inner healing, the inner work And if anybody's listening to this thinking, well, you know, you're not sure what your trauma is, then we can definitely do some shadow work and peel back them layers. We do have a four-week self-love programme starting on Wednesday, the 6th of April. Doors do close on the 1st, which is this Friday. So for anyone who's watching this later down the line, uh, it will have passed already. So it's a four-week self-love programme program called Getting to Know You online group coaching program hosted by myself but me and my sisters will be holding space and it's a group coaching program that I've designed to support you on the journey of getting to know and falling in love with your true self. Together in sisterhood we'll rediscover your senses, connect with your body, you'll gain the clarity that you need in order to know what it is that might be blocking you or making you feel stuck. And we will be there to guide, help and support you in building your confidence through the power of self-love. There's a reason why all these words, self-love, self-respect, self-worth, there's a reason why they all start with self and it's because we can't find them in anyone else. So each week has got a different focus. The first week is all about you getting to know you, your senses, what you like, what you don't like. What you're putting up with. What boundaries you have in place. And what you don't also. Week two is all about how to live an intentional life. How to live an intentional day. What living with intention even means. And then week three is all about getting to know. And how to nourish and connect to your body. Because at the end of the day your soul is inside this vessel of a body and if we're not nourishing it if we're not connecting to it if we're not understanding what it likes like what feels good and what doesn't then that's why that's when like the days do start to feel overwhelming the days do start to feel you know stressful or the days do start to feel like you're living a life that's not yours so i'm really going to teach you how to nourish and connect to your body so that when something doesn't feel good you just know not to do it again. I'm someone that does feel good. You try to, you know, you weave it into your life as much as possible. And then week four is getting to know and falling in love with your true self. It's a program which, oh my God, I can't wait. I'm so excited. And it's going to include weekly ninety-minute calls, group coaching calls. It also includes a forty-five-minute one-on-one call with me, weekly home play. Didn't want to call it homeworks; so it's called home play. A private Facebook group where I'll be putting in daily support, motivation, tips, anything you know to share with you that will help in and aid in your self-love journey. So that might be books, songs, playlists podcasts, places to visit and then you will have the power of the support of sisterhood, the like-minded women that are in that container with you. You'll get 10% off all my social sister events in the month of April while we're on this self-love journey in order to aid and add to your journey. You'll also get downloadable ebook which is journaling, how to journal, journaling prompts and the power of journaling. And you'll also get a daily agenda downloadable document too, which you can use. You can, you can print out or you can have it on your phone for you to write on there your agenda for each day throughout the four weeks. So yeah, I hope everyone has enjoyed this podcast. It's been a deep one. And that's just scratching the surface, honestly. Like, how can I talk about a, you know, a a topic like trauma and and rape in such a short amount of time? But this is just the beginning of you guys getting to know us more, what we've been through and how we've got to this point. So anyone who's listening to this feeling in the depths of, you know, despair in the unsure on... who you are, what you want to do, like why you're being triggered so much, why you might feel anger inside, why you might feel sad, upset. It's not about suppressing them feelings, it's about having the right support by a coach or by sisterhood in order to hold you in them feelings so that you get to grips and understand why. The inner work is not all rainbows, sunflowers and affirmations and gratitude. It's also looking into your shadow and it's super powerful, but it's the most nourishing and it's the most transformative work that you'll ever do. So I will leave it there. Would love, love, love to know anybody's, you know, how this has touched you, how you've felt, how... You might want to share or ask questions or just our inbox is always open. It's always, always open and I would love to hear from you. I would love to be of service and be there to support you, guide you. And I would love to see some of you on our four-week program. If you're listening to this before the 6th of April, I think there's no coincidence that you've listened to it in time to sign up. So yeah, I'll leave it there. Thank you all for listening. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Ben,